0: up guys and welcome back episode two of loud and proud me and jazz we're back
1: yeah, yeah we are it.
0: sorry i was just throwing the <laughs> horns up to the camera there <laughs> Um, so so we had some technical difficulties yesterday uh, one of us made a complete cock up um <clears throat> i won't mention any names no i'm Gano. it was you okay it was me <laughs> i fucked up okay I fucked up but who cares? Right, we're moving on from that. Um but yeah, episode 2. So for all of those those of you that are listening on Spotify, how are we doing? Everyone who's on YouTube, hi, you can see us. Hi. Um Jazz, take away. Let them know what we what we're discussing today.
1: Yeah, man. Uh 30 years the Black Album this week. Uh, I think it was 2 days ago. Um, so what what but what better thing to discuss other than Metallica? You know, it's a Metallica. pivotal moment for, for, for them. Yeah, yep, Metallica, uh, so 30 p- Years Black Album. Yeah, it's a pivotal moment for them, um, having like 30 years on, on that bad boy. And I think that album, is, um, it's inspired so many bands and stuff like that. And it's inspired so many people to like start playing guitar as well. Um, so yeah, I thought absolutely, we need, we need to talk about that, that, that album today.
0: And that's what we are doing, 30 Years Black Album. So... Let's let's talk about it, Jazz. <laughs> we haven't ta- we haven't spoke about this one yet. No, we haven't. It's weird. It's like the first time ever speaking about this. Um, so let's yeah, go. Yeah. Let's go. Black album thoughts about the whole. Um, well, black album in general.
1: Uh, the black album is a biggie for me because that is the album that started everything. Uh, yeah, it's like the the first song that i heard on that album was uh was sad but true i was at a distant relative's house and i heard the most crushing guitar tone ever coming out of yeah. uh it, it's when youtube was just becoming a thing and um i said i said what's that he said oh it's metallica and i was like "Metallica who <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah and, and and yeah so it's just like right well you need to you need to study but i i i just like sort of like kicked him off the computer put my earphones in i just needed to hear that song so badly I i just i'd never heard anything quite like it before um right and it was just the slow groove of that riff the main riff which absolutely turned everything around for me um yeah so yeah that's that's a very important album that started everything and then hence that's uh started the obsession and the, and the rabbit hole of, of trying to learn to play. Because I was already playing guitar at that point, um, but I didn't quite right. know what I wanted to do with it. I went back to my guitar teacher. My guitar teacher would say at the start of a lesson, right, what do you want to do? And um, I said, have you heard of Metallica? And he was like, mm, yeah, maybe. I think I, I, think I have. <laughs> and, um, I said, I want to do that. I want to do that. And it's like, right, okay, now we're talking. And yeah, that sort of sent me down the rabbit hole of, um, of heavy music, I guess. And uh, that album is probably... The
0: reason why I'm sat here today doing this 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 thing you know yeah man i mean it's it's influenced you know many musicians, bands, and um it's it's a unique album like we've discussed previously once uh the guitar tone on that album is just legendary uh you, yeah you you can't beat that that guitar tone from the black album it's it's raw, it's filthy, it's dirty. Um, but then, when it came to the clean stuff, like nothing else matters. That clean was probably mm-hmm. one of the most iconic clean tones ever because it was glassy clean. Yeah. Um, I yeah. obviously have no idea how they achieved that clean tone because that's just something about it that I don't think could ever be recreated. Same with the the heavy tone as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's all a combination between that James Hetfield's right hand and his articulation. Yeah. If, if you're not, I mean, I've used um bias effects there's a, there's a tone match on that by uh the dmo metal guitar channel on youtube and he makes like awesome tone cap- captures and then what he does he sticks them on bias effects then uploads them to the tone cloud for everybody to, to use and uh, yeah. whenever i've done a black album guitar cover i've used his uh, black album tone i've used his ride the lightning one as well which is meant um but the uh the, the black album one as, as close as it is it's so you've you've got to be so accurate with it and james has such articulation in in his right hand he's so accurate and if if you haven't got that articulation it 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 just it just doesn't work so it's a combination between a lot of things i think and of course uh uh randy's engineering and bob rock's producing you know Mm -hmm. um, yeah yeah uh, whenever people have said to bob rock about what what do you what do you think of that album now he just says I think about the hours and hours and hours of trying to fit all that into two monitors. Like a wall of sound.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Both stopped at the same uh, time there. I
0: have (laughs) a drink break. Cheers. If you're drinking, have a drink break with us now. Yeah. There we go. Oh, wait. He's having another one. Shall I have another one? Oh, shit. This is a vicious cycle. Um yeah, I mean there's there's a lot yeah. that went into don't that. Don't keep I think, pace, guys. <laughs> yeah, don't try and keep up. Don't try and keep up. Um yeah, I mean Bob Rock done like an amazing job with that, and everyone behind the scenes of the black album, I think, just what they what the end product of that was just something unreal. Um for me the black album was a big one. It's uh mm. you know, the End of Sound Man was the first like metallica riff I heard played on guitar. And I remember hearing it and just thinking, whoa, what is th-? I had no idea what a riff was. I didn't know what guitar tone was and I didn't know what Metallica was, but I heard this noise and it was this riff and I was just like, wow, what is that? And it was my mate just ripping the Sandman riff with through some like old school Marshall combo amp with an old school Ibanez Tube Screamer, which was just so good. And the combination of those two was just insane. And for me, then on, it was like, right, I need to know more about this. So I listened to more of the Black Album. Mm. And uh, for those of you that remember the year and a half in the life of Metallica documentary, I used to borrow that VCR, a fucking video. Mm-hmm. That's how far back this is going. <laughs> um, and I just used to watch it religiously because it, it had such uh, an insight to, to the process of that, of that album. And there's certain parts in there where you see Hetfield just, like, playing riffs. Like, there's the the Wherever I May Roam um, bridge kind of riff, the Trilly Trilly one, which I just used to be fascinated watching. And he also plays the, the riff behind the solo of Unforgiven, which is just such a mm, simple, yeah. you know, A, C, E. Yeah. But played right, it's just... I used to just watch it and think, oh, I want to be this guy. I want to be cool like this guy, you know? Um, and yeah, listening to the Black Album, it just, the songs on there. Enter Sandman, Sad But True, Rome, and Nothing Else Matters are the four for me that have stuck with me a lot f- from that album, because they're the ones I kind of listened to, because they were mainly on TV, weren't they, for the videos? For yeah, Sandman, yeah. Sad yeah, But True, yeah, yeah. Rome, and Nothing. So those were the four for me that really stuck with me. They're fucking great songs, um, and I remember learning them, yeah. you know, back when I was a shit guitar player, and I didn't know what I was doing which which isn't too far back I guess cuz you know I'm not that great still but we're working on it right <laughs> we're working on it um uh jazz blacklist yeah. what do you think what do you thinkin'? what do you reckon about the blacklist
1: uh the blacklist is something that um well not not to suck all the energy out of, of this or anything <laughs> but like it it's something that it's something that I wasn't really um really interested in that Volbeat cover of Don't Tread On Me is somebody who's listened, uh, never listened to Volbeat before. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think I prefer that to the actual song itself only because I've lived with it for so long. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it. The, the other thing I would say is um, the remaster of that album. That is the most perfect sounding album ever. Don't fuck with it. Don't change it. It sounds absolutely perfect as it is and everything just sounds on the remaster so everything just sounds like isolated Is the only way i can explain it everything just sounds so separated yeah, um, yeah and i don't know if they were just trying to get a wider sound or something like that i'm not too sure but it's like okay you you went in and did like remasters of the old stuff uh, okay more power to you it really brought brought a lot of stuff out um but the yeah. black album it's absolutely perfect don't touch it As so many bands chased that production and those guitar tones and that overall sound for years and uh, as i've said before that devin townsend for anybody out, um out there who likes Devi, i'm with you Devi, um, oh devy <laughs> he wanted to yeah yeah he wanted to get um that sound for a lot of his albums and his first album ocean machine um he went to record it at the same studio that metallica recorded the black album and he thought, well, if I use sim- similar sorts of amp heads, you know, similar sorts of guitar tunings, I'm, I'm, I'm surely going to achieve this. But it's like, no, you ain't. And he, he didn't. And he admits that. And he says yeah. that, you know, he, did, he didn't have the, the ace in the pack, which was Randy's engineering and Bob Rock's production. Another cool yeah. thing, though, um, just as a little sort of side note there, just how um, big uh, the Black album was as an influence to, to other artists, he wanted to get that snap of the snare on that from the black album yeah um that lars had just that that really huge snare and they just couldn't get it so what they ended up doing is they took a sample from like sad but true duh, 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 yeah and they caught that last da, and they dubbed that on every single snare hit on that album no. so when you listen to ocean machine every snare hit is lars's drum hit
0: why wow, i did not know that that's that's uh cheeky bastards cheeky bastards i know
1: (laughs) yeah Um, but we've we've all done it with trying to like nick tones and stuff so (laughs) yeah yeah
0: you do i mean it's i mean like like who wouldn't want that tone because it was just it was just crushing and uh, i think as you said if you haven't got you know the engineering behind it and you're not the actual player it's going to be a tough one to achieve that with guitars and drums and even bass um, but, you know, people try, but I think remastering the Black Album is, is it's a no-go because it sounds good, like you said. It's, it's just an absolute beast. Yeah. The older albums, yeah, like remaster because yeah. they're old. The production back then wasn't as good. I get that, but with this one, you know. Um, got, touching back on the Volbeat, uh, the Volbeat cover, Don't Tread on Me, that was absolutely slamming. When I first heard that, I yeah, was man. blown away. Now, a lot of you know I'm not a Blacklist fan. Um, Volbeat, Chris Stapleton are really the only ones I wanted to listen to. I've done that. The rest, like the Corey Taylor thing, might be good, but other than that, I don't really have much yeah. interest in anyone else. Um, I reacted to the Chris Stapleton, yeah. nothing else matters. That was just that blew me away. It turned the song from being like that kind of missing home, being on the road song to, to an out proper outlaws, you know, biking down the desert after they've shot someone love it love it
1: and <laughs> I, I, I like that kind of um i, I like that kind of vibe anyway uh, which is why i like um load and reload so much 100% All of that makes me just want to get in my car um but be in like america somewhere in a desert with cactuses and you know yeah yeah and uh, and, and strip bars and you know <laughs> <laughs> just like just driving down the yeah, these yeah, big straights. You know what I mean, and just like playing like Outlaw Torn and stuff like oh, that. Oh man, like, imagine that! I just absolutely
0: love that vibe. Big old cigar on the go as yeah. well. That'd be the one. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I just just stopping got... off at bars and stuff. <laughs> yeah, every single bar you see, just stop. Um, yeah, no, Black <laughs> Album. It's it's shit. Thirty years. It's that's been. Um, I think that's probably one of, one of Metallica's best albums. Uh, just just for the the production of it was just something I think unheard of like at the time and even nowadays you know you listen to it nowadays and it's still just shit like this is crushing and I think as a guitar player you kind of you hear that album in two ways you hear it for, for the songs and how good the songs are but you also hear it for like the riffs and the tone and for a guitar player I think it's that's a huge album for a guitar player it's
1: it's a huge album for a guitar player as well because especially if you're a beginner those riffs aren't like blackened or battery where it's really complex there's a lot of simplicity in those riffs so you hear it and you you think to yourself well i did anyway at least i was like that's that sounds doable yeah. um so it's like it's a, if you're first if you're just learning guitar and you want to play some heavy metal then that album is is absolutely perfect um and another thing as well that i'll say is one of my students when i was um uh that i had b- back in my, my my other teaching job um a lot of my students would get into metallica and stuff because of me they'd just be like well what do you listen to in and i tell them and they would go away and listen to it and all of them would come back and go yeah some of it was a little bit too much but the black album oh my god i go ah there yeah. you go and one of my students hit it right on the head when he said that album um anyone could listen to that and have a good time listening to it because it's so accessible and you could just nod your head yeah. to it despite the fact that it, it's heavy as balls heavy metal but at the same time as that he said any song on that album could have been a single you could take any song off that album and put it out yeah and you get the same response because the
0: pro- it's so
1: consistent yeah, yeah
0: yeah no i totally agree right. um, favorite riff, favorite, favorite song, song favorite
1: riff okay favorite song is the god that failed that song hits hard in so many ways it's so interesting to me the riffs are so dynamic the um, it, it, musically it's got such weight to it uh, it's, it's it makes for an interesting listen and it's one of my favorite songs to play guitar yeah I've, I've said to you before if I could just cover that song for the rest of my life <laughs> every week I'd be happy because I enjoy I enjoy playing it so much. Um, and then favorite riff i'm quite biased on this one but i will say it's the sad but true riff because it is the slow groove that set a president um is that is that what you say a president or a precedent either one i don't think Um, i'll be president for for everything that followed for me precedent yeah it's precedent isn't it yeah yeah i think so um and uh stay in school kids yeah
0: um (laughs) don't be a guitar player you'd be dumb (laughs) as shit
1: But yeah, it that set everything. So anything that came along that was like that, it was that sort of a thing I was chasing. I don't know. Take the breakdown riff in domi- uh, Domination by Pantera. Or take the breakdown in Screaming Firebolt My Valentine. That slow that sort of thing. Um that sort of as much as like the Thrash stuff was really cool when that came along, um, that album kind of or, or rather that song and that riff. Um it sort of uh it pushed me where, where I wanted to go yeah and as an honorable mention finally i will say one that's a really unsung riff is the post solo riff in through the never yes yes and that da now yeah that is mate they they could have they could have had a whole song out of that that's, you know but yeah. it's still buried on the album when it
0: comes, you go, oh, shit, I forgot about this riff. Yeah, yeah. There's Yeah, there's a few songs on there when you listen to them, you're like, oh, shit, I forgot about this. This riff's awesome. Um, for me, it's a uh, favorite song is, is Enter Sandman. Although it's so, like, you know, it's it's so, like, in a way, I'd say overplayed, but it's still, like, amazing. But the Sandman riff is what I heard that made me think, right, I need to make this noise. This is what got me into guitar. Um, and yeah. favorite riff is the that uh trilly bit in rome because that just i don't know it just gives me goosebumps man when you play it and when you listen to it there's just something about it that's so goddamn sexy (laughs) there's there's
1: something about the riffs on that album that rome one if you're a guitar player you know what i mean here some riffs the way they move it's sometimes even more fun than how it sounds, if that makes sense. And that one in Rome, the way it climbs, it's so satisfying to play.
0: Yeah, no, mate, I totally agree. And I think like you could listen to them songs over and over again and never get bored of them. Mm -hmm. if you're a guitar player as well because like like you said if you're just getting into guitar and you want to learn metallica go to the black album because it's nothing too technical it's nothing that's fast it's it's kind of slow it's riffy it's groovy fairly simple um you know if you really break it down they're pretty simple riffs to play um and yeah all around absolutely just fucking ball crusher of an album um, and I mean like the the tour as well the live ship binge and purge DVD box set that my brother bought I remember when he bought oh, that you got yeah. the, the San Diego uh, live show you got the uh, yep. Seattle 89 which was just fucking insane then you got like the CDs yeah ever. yeah um, and I remember getting that and I was like oh my brother's the coolest person ever and I'd always sneak into his room and steal it when he was like I don't know asleep or if he was at work I'd just go in and just rob it and i was sitting i'd watch it and watch it and watch it and even the guitar tone on the black album tour was just something like unworldly it was just it was just a whole bunch of filth you know and uh yeah it just it just did stuff and the whole show in general was great you know with kirk's like insane solos where he's dragging that ibanez by the guitar strap up the steps, and he's like, oh, Yeah, yeah, he's he's on like, the bridge. And he dangles it over <laughs> the snake pit didn't he? Player. That's an awesome bit, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, He's like, yeah, rubbing his backside with God. it as well. <laughs> Br- bring back that Kirk Hammett, let's bring that guy back. <laughs> you know, goes, know. Absolutely, yeah, that was bad. great. Yeah, that's all told-
1: those videos. Um, I remember watching on repeat. Because I, I didn't have the internet at home, so I, when I'd ever get the internet, I'd just be yeah. like straight to Metallica. And, um, I would watch The Unforgiven, that video, San Diego, over and over, with James's little, oh, like, sort of flamenco yeah, kind of intro. Yeah. yeah, I would watch that over and over, and then Kirk has, like, his sort of extended leads over the end, because he yeah. goes on for quite a bit. And, um, yeah, and then just just to cut in as well on on that box set, 1989, my favorite show in the world. I think it's basically that's a an absolute fucking
0: ballbuster, isn't it? That. Like, it's it's yeah. it's just hard. It's fast. It like punches you. It's sweaty. It's loud. It just makes you want to fucking yeah. get up and just rock. You know, throw back a few beers. It yeah, just makes mate, hundred percent
1: yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah like for instance if, if you've had a few oh. beers and you're watching it's like right yeah. gonna get go a guitar like off the me. wall Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as well that um you know like talk about like watching stuff over and over and over for that that period I'm probably uh, even now James Hatfield's one of my favorite singers and his voice was yeah. so raspy back then and Following on from my video that I put out the other week about how to actually play the uh, the Master of Puppets pre-chorus, which is one of my favourite riffs of all time, right? Um, that vocal line is what hooked me in when right. the first time I heard that song. Come crawling yeah. faster, obey your And I remember the first time I watched that in '89, and just the way he sings it with such power and rasp, it's like yeah, yeah, and that fucking white explorer hanging around yeah. by his ankles right that mx 250 or whatever 220 mx yeah. 20 esp just the whole thing the image the sound all of it and as as an for an impressionable young yeah. man which i was back then he was just full of angst and anger uh, it, it, ju- it just spoke to me it, it just it was yeah such i a think great if vent. you're an
0: ang- if you're an angry child or if you're an angry human um and you like metallica that's the one you want to watch that show you you stick that on, and for the hour or so that it's on, you will just vent all your frustration through that show. I used to jam it. I used to put it on yeah. the telly, crank it up, plug into my Line Six, and I would just play along to the whole show and yeah. just completely just yeah. you know exercise yeah. my demons through this Seattle show.
1: Yeah, you're so right. I remember that's so funny you've said that. I remember the first time I heard that song. I was in my yeah. cousin's house, right. And they were all in the other room watching something, and I was just like internet, so like clicking away on the computer, right? Like getting Metallica, and I, I heard the black. I had the black album, but I thought maybe you should start listening to other stuff. And I'd heard of Master Puppets, but I hadn't heard it, and I couldn't right. really play at this point, not very well anyway. I didn't know, and I had, uh... I had this guitar, which yeah, is my boy. first guitar, right? What, what make is that? And I was stirred.
0: That's, Mate, that's i had the same one but
1: in black strap the exact same oh, one no way Fuck what yeah, a great man. first guitar as well and um i remember the uh i i put it on my uh, master Pro, it's on my mp3 player and i went i felt so i how old was i about like 15 i felt so empowered by it i remember just like putting it in my earphones, stood in the kitchen. and I didn't even have a strap. I was just holding the guitar and pretending to play that song. And even though I couldn't play the riff itself or or any of it at that point, um, like I was just so empowered by it and I just wanted to be that. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no,
0: I was the same. It was all about that. Even if you couldn't play, it was all about that power stance and standing there with a guitar. And I've kind of taken that mindset for playing guitar into my guitar playing now, even though I can play now, that kind of like, let loose, enjoy yourself, like fucking rock out, you know? Yeah. And I think that's rock a huge out, yeah. part when you're playing guitar. So not just sit there and just look miserable and bored. Get up and fucking play the thing and absolutely just jump around like a like a nut job and enjoy yourself because it's boring. If you're jamming along to your favourite songs and you just sat there like a donut, oh, yeah. you know? It's a... Yeah. Uh, What can you do?
1: There's there's a time to sit down and work stuff out, but this is the thing that you and I talked about in the early days. When I when I started to do my covers and stuff, I would do um. I would do the rhythm section stood up, yeah. I do the solo sat down, yeah. And so when we did our first cover together, and you were like no i want you stood up for this bro i don't yeah care. It's a man solo. Fucking just stand really. up and move around and i was just thinking to myself yeah it's just like why have i been watching this guy's videos for so long because when he does a cover he gives you a show and i, I believe that's where guys like you and i stand out because if you go and type in guitar cover there's so many guys who play well i'm not going to take away from them yeah i'm not going to say we're the best either but there's so many guys out there who like just sit down and you can't see anything and it's yeah, you you can see how to play it and sometimes that's really helpful when you're trying to figure it out yourself. Yeah, hundred
0: percent.
1: A lot of the time people want to see something. Fucking. Yeah, right, they want to yeah. show. They wanna see you fucking getting into it. It's just like I wanna just like throw my hair around and jump up yeah. and down and you know, I remember listening to an interview with um James hatfield and um the woman was saying uh in recent times, like uh it was actually um I think it was like Saint Anger era. And she was saying, how, how much of that is you when you're up on stage? And he said, well, obviously there's, there's a hat or a jacket that you put on yeah. for your live shows, you know. Um, but he said that when they come and see you they want to see something you know and there's nothing like showing some of the anger or the or the sadness on your face of a song yeah and it's the same thing when we're doing our thing we set the camera up and it's just like getting in the mood and then what happens is the people watch it it's infectious exactly yeah exactly and they start enjoying it so much more and you know i i i joke him i make a joke to myself all the time it's saying just me dancing around like a knob in my in my living room like doing these covers and stuff but people want to see a show 100 percent, so give them give them a fucking show yeah yeah
0: i mean like for me when when i when i stand up and i i start you know playing it's not necessarily like i right i'm I'm going to put this on for a show. It's literally just what comes out of me when I'm playing. Yeah. Like if, yeah. it's, if it's a song that's close to me and I'm playing it, it's, it's just natural kind of emotion and, and how I feel. Guitar makes me so fucking weird. Like it makes me just like I become somebody else. When I play, even if, if I'm doing a cover, if I'm just jamming, it, it just takes me somewhere else. And it's kind of like I'm not aware of, of who I am or where I am at that point because I just could get lost in it. And I think, yeah. like you said, if, if people see that, it rubs off on people, you know? And yeah. yeah, I think all the guitar players that sit down like, yeah, you're good, awesome, but man, stand up, enjoy the fucking thing, you know? Yeah. 100%. The biggest
1: the biggest compliment that I get or have had um, a couple of times off of people is when I've done a cover and they say, great performance.
0: Yeah, yeah not
1: not not great playing not great cover great performance yeah and that's it. it's like you get it i want to give a performance yeah and yeah it does it it takes you to a completely different uh, different place and you move in ways that you wouldn't usually move yeah you know if you were (laughs) doing doing other activities Mm. and um and yeah that there's it it, you know you get you get like a sweat on like some of my videos you can see yeah yeah especially now it's been hot you can see i'm like absolutely going for it and i think um i think people people enjoy it no that's that's good it's good i think as well like the metallica shows as well like that raw energy like coming back to the 1989 gig it's that that makes you want to get up yeah yeah when you're watching that when you look at James and he's got his MX-220 and it's hanging round, uh, hanging down by his ankles, right? Yeah. And it's like sat on him and he's power-stancing and he's hunching over his microphone. You just want to get up
0: and do exactly the same thing. 100%. Well, I know I do anyway. Yeah, 100%. You know? You know, it, it, it's like I've, 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 there's been times when I've been playing and I've watched the videos back and it's like I've just been like possessed by something, you know. But that's the power of music. When you're so so into your music and your instrument and what you're doing, if it's drums, bass, fucking saxophone, whatever. Like, if you're really into it and you you get lost in that, like it takes you somewhere else and you're just, like I've said, you're not aware of what's going on. And uh, I, th- I think it's a great escape playing guitar. And uh, yeah, you know, bringing it back around to the Black Album, 30 years Legendary album, it's inspired a lot of people, us included. A lot of you, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not you, too, you know, Bono. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you people listening,
1: yeah. Um, I really, really heard it coming out on the Joshua Tree.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, side note, Some of the rem- side note, fuck you, you too, you suck. Um, But yeah, Black Album, 30 years, absolutely amazing. The Blacklist thing is cool. You know, it gives these people a chance to do something with Metallica, which is like a Mm. huge honour. Yeah, anyone that's... If you're watching this on YouTube, comment below your stories about the Black Album. If you're listening on Spotify and you don't follow us on YouTube, head over to YouTube, Matt the Riffmaster and... Nihilist92. That bitch right there. Uh, Come check us out. He's a fucking Nihilist. He's a fucking Nihilist. Uh, Yeah, come subscribe and comment and hang out. All that cool stuff. But yeah, Black Album, awesome. Right. Jazzy Boy, next one. We've got a good one, right? We've got a next one. Do you want to bring this one in? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I thought what we would talk about, or we thought what
1: we would talk about, is um, Captain James Lomanzo is uh, now back in megadeth yes. which is so fucking awesome now
0: <clears throat> megadeth <laughs> megadeth mm. megadeth <laughs> shit megadeth mm. right okay so i'm not a fan of megadeth my viewers know this um we mean jazz have spoke not that long ago actually it was only what pff, i mean not that long ago <laughs> about, about 20 hours ago <laughs> yeah about 20 hours ago um <laughs> musically megadeth for me makes sense Dave Mustaine, for me, doesn't make sense, okay? Um, he's got a weak voice, but uh, musically, they're good. And now, like... Good guitar music. Yeah, good guitar music. And now James Lomenzo, who is a great bass player. He's been in Black Label Society. He done uh, Zach Wilde's Pride and Glory project. To have him now yeah. back in the band is, is super cool. Uh, I'm excited for, for the new stuff with him. And maybe yeah, I'll yeah. actually listen to it. Yeah. Who, who yeah
1: knows? i i'm i'm into it because um <clears throat> i'm gonna tell a story that i've never told before. oh jazz
0: and his stories um, on these podcasts are always real good
1: yeah y'all love let's em. go
0: story time <laughs>
1: no um i like for me Megadeth. The, the reason why i got into Megadeth is like i was a huge metallica head obviously but then when i bought my uh my first flying v which was a dave mustaine signature guitar when i was in sixth form in school and um i went in the shop i, I loved it it was, it was it was cool i played it and i was paying it off on my ema money right i was getting like 30 pound a week whatever it was and um I, <laughs> I while i was waiting for it impatiently i thought well you uh you, you should maybe listen to some megadeth <laughs> i knew what dave mustaine was obviously but maybe you should get into it like give him a go i got into one, and it was on uh my first experience was on a google video that you could get on in school and i downloaded the uh, the blood in the water concert live right san diego again oh I'm good san old san diego. diego huh and yeah and uh, uh james lomenzo's in that concert and he's absolutely tearing it up and then later on when i got into like black label society he was <clears> there as well so it's cool you get these 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 like like continuities with like band people and musicians that you yeah. like and but my first memory of megadeth was like him playing with the band and 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 sean sean drover at the time on drums right and and chris broderick on guitar um but i i just love james the energy he's just one of those guys who just turns up he plays well and you know it's the same thing in black label on the on all the doom trooping stuff the suicide messiah stuff like when he's playing on that and all the other stuff and you know suicide messiah with that bass line he just throws himself into it and he just gives a show
0: you know um i'll uh, <clears throat> i tell you what, i've got a good james lomenzo story i don't know if i've told you this before jazz uh but you, oh, you guys might on, not know me. um so i went to the uk guitar show in london when i was like i think i must have been like 16 right 15 16 my dad papa riff master who's an absolute legend took me to this guitar show and i we went in and uh, <laughs> they were handing out guitar picks, right? They had them in bowls. And they're like, oh, take some guitar picks, please. And I was like, oh, cool. So I took one or two. My dad rolls around with a gift bag he was given. And he just scoops up like the whole fucking bowl, dumps it in the bag. <laughs> and uh, I spoke to him about it earlier, actually. He was just like, well, they were free. What do you want me to do? It's like, all right. Um, so James Lomenzo was there, and he was playing at one of the booths for the amp company that he played with. I can't remember the name. And I, I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is, this is the guy from Black Label, you know. He's probably touched Zach Wilde. So so mm. we met him. I had a picture. He signed. I've got a, a button-up shirt, Dean Guitars shirt. He signed that. And uh, I remember asking him, standing there while we took the picture, you know, like trembling, like, oh, hello, Mr. James.
1: <laughs> I was like, I
0: was like, how's Zach Wilde? And he's like, yeah, he's good, man. I was like, yes, I've spoke to Zach Wilde pretty much yes (laughs) Um, but he's like a super cool guy like my dad spoke to him on facebook and he replied to him yeah which i thought was really awesome i was like well now my dad's friends with a fucking rock star you know yeah but yeah no lomenzo he's a super chill dude super cool again great bass player great energy um and his, his stuff in black label was just great like you said suicide messiah that bass line yeah. down down it it but don't yeah he, dom, he had a very unique playing style didn't he like he had his bass quite high but yeah, just yeah his yeah, whole yeah, yeah, technique right, right. was just like really cool i used to love watching him you know being a guitar player you kind of always watch yeah. the guitar players but watching james lomenzo's like well this guy's cool um so it's super cool to have him yeah. in megadeth i definitely think he's taken megadeth now to uh to a better place um now we just got to get rid of dave yep or maybe dave just plays guitar yeah maybe maybe dave needs to do some weird video with an underage (laughs) (laughs) crude but effective i'm just saying oh
1: dear you know um i i think um I, I, I struggle with Dave because I I I am a Dave Mustaine fan. I mean, I'm not I'm not like oh no, he's the nicest guy on the planet. Like he's made some very shitty decisions, but he's made some very clever decisions. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, he's he, his writing is so intelligent. He, he's an intelligent yeah. human being, absolutely one hundred percent. I just think that. Um, I just think he needs a filter about <laughs> yeah. himself. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree um,
0: with that. Uh, I I mean, I've never been a fan of him, like never. Like it's just just how it is. Don't worry about it. Um <clears throat> but I've actually got a cool Dave Mustaine story that I just thought of that you don't know. Uh right, so oh, I was at backstage at Bloodstock Festival 2017. Megadeth were headlining the Sunday. So I was working with this guitar company, uh doing some videos for them and just attracting like guitar players to their um little hut thing. And it came to Sunday, and the, the people that were putting bloodstock on were going around every cabin to tell people Dave Mustaine's just turned up. He requests that nobody has cameras out, nobody taking pictures or videos. Uh, and I remember standing there like, piss off. And uh, I, I, I was just sat there outside the, the, the cabin watching him being walked in by, by his wife, I assume, um, And it was, was, I just, from that that day, I just thought, that's a dick move, man. Like, telling everyone backstage not to have their cameras out. Like, anyone that was holding their phone got, like, spoke to in case they were filming. It's like, I get it, because he looked like fucking Gandalf. Like, it's it's like someone was walking (laughs) Gandalf through the backstage. Like, I get it, but, like, what a dick, you know? And from that day, that really made me think, like, fuck this guy.
1: I I have, um, when I I bought that guitar and I started listening to Megadeth I have have Dave to thank, I guess. Because um, I was obviously interested in lead guitar and stuff like that. But (laughs) take this how you will. Dave's a fantastic rhythm player and and great lead player. But he taught me, which was great for where I was when I was learning, that you don't need to be a great lead player to play great yeah. lead if that makes yeah. sense his t- his patterns are all the same he's so inaccurate yeah yeah like he misses notes everywhere a lot of it is just off the cuff it's it, and it just kicks you in the stomach and that's the point of megadeth you've got you know you've got the uh, whoever the gunman is at that point you know Marty yeah. Friedman Chris Poland whoever who can do all the technical impressive stuff but then when Dave's solos come, it's just kick you in the guts. <laughs> pentatonics, blue, blue scales. And he's like, you know, he's shredding away, but it's not intelligent, clever, thought out, clever yeah. shredding. It's just balls out hitting them pentatonic scales. And he taught me that you don't need to be absolutely incredible and articulate to play great yeah. leads. So that was massively inspiring yeah. to me. Um, however, when it comes to his riff writing, that's another story because like his rhythm playing, is I'll, so tight. I'll, I'll,
0: yeah, it's I'll unreal. give him that. He's a he's a good guitar player. Um, when it comes to riffs, yeah. like his riffs are very cool. Uh, but just for me, vocal wise, it's not my thing. I can't listen. I could never listen to a Megadeth album start to finish, or watch a Megadeth show start to finish because it's kind of like, ah, uh, who who's this old man? Someone turn his microphone off, yeah. Joe, it's you know really funny. Um, when my girlfriend moved in, um,
1: I was watching. Um, I was watching Blood in the Water, uh, and <laughs> they uh, they were playing Skin of the Teeth, and she was uh, skin 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 of my teeth, and she was cooking in the kitchen, which is just like literally next door right. to the living room. She went. It just sounds like Jack Black in School (laughs) of Rock when he's coming up with silly songs on the spot. (laughs) She absolutely nailed that one. That's 100% (laughs) it. Oh, oh, that's what the song sounded like as a a whole, I guess. Um, No, like... (laughs) And to touch on on the Black Album thing again, um, you know, Metallica, it's, it's the same formula. It's condensed riffs, condensed songs and trying to achieve that same yeah. production. Um, although I found Countdown count to Extinction... Ah, Can I get my words <laughs> out? Countdown to Extinction to be a very flat sounding right. album. It's just very flat. It doesn't have the punch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, like, it's really hard for me. I've, I've done a couple of Megadeth covers on my channel, um, Symphony of Destruction and Skin of My Teeth. Cool riffs. The Skin of My Teeth riff is pretty cool. But... I mean, yeah, people ask is. me all the time, i oh, could you make a diff cover? And I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> like.
1: Uh, you, and, you know, uh, sorry. Not, no, no, I'm, I'm on, done, mate. I'm done. what you were saying then, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, there's there's a touch of latency, yeah. by the way, guys. If it sounds like it. I'm cutting across, Matt, constantly, we're talking via Zoom. He's just a rude shove.
0: bastard. Um,
1: yeah, son of a, a bit. bitch. Um, what did you just say? I've lost my point. Um. Oh, not yeah. wanting to play Megadeth. Right. Now, this is this is just it. This is something that I'm just starting to come across now, especially when I bought that seven string. Everyone is like, great cover. Will you play Trivium? Will you play Trivium? Will you play Trivium? Okay. I don't like <laughs> Trivium. I get it. I appreciate it, but I really don't like it. And I know that's a smack in the face to a lot of my subscribers, if you guys are listening. Um, and... I, they're, they're just not my thing you know i i fell into like the bullet of my valentine thing trivium just yeah. aren't my jam um but it's just like i felt some sort of pressure because everyone was like listen to shogun you're absolutely gonna love it and i've listened to that stuff and it's like okay i get it it's clever and everything and i, I it's good but it's nothing that i want to cover and i feel like if i was to it would just be yeah. reinforced forced. And I want to like keep keep my integrity. It's the same with you with the Megadeth stuff, you know. Yeah. Could do it, yeah. And like I,
0: I find that, like, yeah, I guess some people that you know they want to see you play it because they kind of they like what you do. But when it comes to it being you, the person's got to play it. If you're not enjoying it, it's something you don't enjoy. It's going to show in the video. And I've I've literally yeah. never done something I, I don't want to do. The Megadeth covers I did do. I only did because I thought the riffs were cool. I enjoyed those riffs. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. other than that, for me, I get a lot of people asking me to do Trivium. You know, I, I listened to Trivium a little bit. Like their first album was probably the best. And then for me, I just lost interest massively. Um, but yeah, there you go. I mean, Megadeth, new, uh, James Lomenzo back. Uh, once again, if you're listening on Spotify... Come over to YouTube. Let us know your thoughts on that. If you're watching on YouTube, let us know your thoughts down below. And uh, we'll all come and have a a little good discussion about that. But, yeah, Lomenzo's badass. I'm looking forward to seeing him on stage um, doing doing his sexy little thing. So, yeah, come and comment. Right, I'm going to chug the rest of this beer now. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Right. So, Jazz, let me just crack this beer Mm. using a lighter because, you know, I'm fucking professional. How? Show me. Uh, you want to see? Okay, let me just yeah, yeah, put yeah. The, the bottle top back on. I've been doing this shit since I was like 15. Don't tell my dad. Right, so <laughs> So get the butt end of the lighter. Yeah, yeah. Yep, for the ah, car. Butt end, yeah. Yep, and then hook the bottle top round mm-hmm. the rim. Yeah. Wedge it in so you've got the, the... It's hard to show like that. And then lever yeah, yeah. off your thumb and then pop it open. Fuck yeah. You're welcome. You there can you have go. that one. Try that at home, kids. I've learned something today. Y'all learn. Y'all, <laughs> y'all learn something today. Um Right, Jazz, uh, let's uh let's quickly touch on uh what do you think? We discussed this previously, about getting our viewers on YouTube and Spotify to shoot us some questions for the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> whatever it is you that you guys
1: want to know um you know uh or like suggestions and stuff um put them down in the comments and uh we'll print them off and we'll read them out that would be quite of let's kinda get cool. we- let's let's get weird oh shit
0: <laughs> yeah you just get weird um yeah no that would be awesome you know if you've got questions or if you want to hear our opinions on a certain thing let us know and as Jazz said, we'll print them off and we'll, we'll go through it in, uh, in one of the episodes. Maybe the next one we'll, we'll discuss, but it'll definitely be in, in an episode coming up. Um, yep. <clears throat> Jazz, what have you got coming up on your channel for the viewers? What's coming up new? Uh,
1: well, uh, I've just put out a video um, mm-hmm. a couple of days ago now, promoting my one-off one-on-one lessons. Um, so my day job is a guitar teacher um, but what I'm doing now is I'm extending to my subscribers one-off lessons. So the students that I have, um, on a week to week who came to me through my website, yeah. um, they, are with me every single week and it's a month on month thing. But if you just want like a one-on-one lesson, like that's a complete one-off, if there's some, something you've seen me do on my channel, like whether it's the both of my Valentine stuff or whatever, um, and you want to go through it with me. Just uh, hit me up on my email. It's all in that video. Um, and my email address is guitarbyjb at gmail.com. Uh, come find me on Instagram as well. Or oh, drop me a message on there. So I've just been promoting that, really, yeah. uh, for now. But I, uh, I just bought something yesterday.
0: Yes, yes. Jazz bought himself a little uh, early Christmas present. Jazz, do you want to show him what it is, mate?
1: Yeah, hold on.
0: It's a blow-up doll. I bought one of these. <laughs> Kemper.
1: Yeah, it's a power head Oh, right wait.
0: There. Boo. Uh, Boo. 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 <laughs>
1: Actually, i got something funny to tell you. But, um, yeah, I've got the uh, the foot switch with it and two cabs. Um, I've just been trying to figure it out today. Let me put this down.
0: It's a little bit heavy for him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I've been trying to figure it out and stuff. I've got a bank going um, for the main stuff that I do, and it sounds absolutely great. But guess what i found today your penis no No. Oh, okay not yet oh shit he's still working on that one <laughs> i found a uh black star 100 same head as yours
0: oh you absolute sassy bitch how much <laughs> yeah. no no it's uh, it's profiled on the head no it, it's on that okay cool yeah it won't yeah. sound as good though um okay just oh you want to go boy no <laughs>
1: <laughs> you no, look, okay. No, oh, no, I'm no. Not... Well, no, no. I'll oh, tell whoa, you whoa,
0: what. Whoa. <laughs> right, okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm just gonna give you the short version of this. Kempers are cool. I understand the technology, I understand the logic. You don't wanna be going on tour with, you know, amp heads, cabinets and shit. Cool. Get a Kemper, through the PA, you're golden. Yeah. You've still got the tone yeah. of your amp. However However Yeah, not not for me basically
1: yeah i agree with you there i agree i today i knew today was going to be me having to like figure out how to use this thing and i i struggle with like information yeah as it is and trying to work stuff out i'm screwed mathematically yeah and, um and i think i've only just scraped the tip of the iceberg with what i've done today okay but just gone through it like those cabs push man yeah they're like 200 watts each yeah plus the, the head is 600 watts um but there's i there is nothing i was just thinking to myself you know there's nothing like what you do where it's just like plug in and go i prefer that yeah like i do prefer it but in terms of like um when it comes to playing online like streaming recording uh playing live everything's covered for me now so it's, it's done it's boxed off i'm sorted yeah um, but it was really cool to come across that Black Star today, you know. And yeah, I'll man. Be playing around with that, and it it pushes some air, yeah. like it's really beefy. I mean, you you, really ain't, you ain't gonna
0: be no Matt the Riff Master day without Black Star time. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Uh, no, that's awesome, man. I'd I'd, lo- I'd actually really like to hear that. Um, I got another question. So obviously, me, me and Jazz, we've we become friends through uh, Instagram, um, mm. which is really cool, man. Like honestly, like super cool how we just like clicked. Um, who thinks we should get jazz in the chapel of Chug right here and do like some weird video together where we're just like playing guitar with no clothes on and loads of dishwashing soap. <laughs> um but no, lad, like, you know what, I think it'd be super cool to get you in, in the studio, man.
1: Yeah, we've talked about this before. And obviously the last year it's been like a no go, but now things are starting to wheeze up. Um i would absolutely love that that would that would
0: be absolutely that'd be fucking that'd be a laugh you know it would be nice to have a conversation
1: not through a screen and without
0: latency yeah and just like yeah (laughs) you watch it he'll come here and we'll just end up in the pub no videos will ever get filmed yeah yeah that's that that's just literally gonna
1: be it. it's just gonna be us like drinking in the pub and that's it no playing guitar i'll bring guitars down and stuff
0: but they won't come out the bag or anything just make it look professional (laughs) but then we just sneak off for a lunchtime pint yeah, and then what we'll do on the last day is we'll bottle out
1: and we'll like go just to get a video. We'll just do some quick acoustic jam. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> like just literally last minute. Okay, well we play guitar, didn't yeah.
0: we? <laughs> I mean, everyone's like, oh my god, it's going to be so many riffs, so much heaviness, and then it's just me and you doing like flamenco. Dilly, 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 dilly. <laughs> like a couple of bitches. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Get a uh, get jazz over here. Make some noise, yeah, and do it. Uh, finally meet in person. You know, that would be very nice. And, yeah, and then absolutely. just find that like massive attraction right there. and We're like, oh man, oh.
1: it's all over, and then it's off into the sunset. That's it. At that Mexico,
0: point. here we come. <laughs> we'll be like, uh, yeah. we'll be like the biggest news on YouTube. Like, oh, two YouTubers uh, suddenly disappear off the face of YouTube. No one, have you seen these people? And we're just like. Cotched up in Mexico with some like sangrias holding hands and speedos or something. <laughs> Skipping. Yeah. Just, just to like make people throw up and vomit their dinner. There's that image for you. Yeah. Um, yep. But there no, yeah, super cool, Jazz. Um, I mean, let's, let's round this, this, uh, this episode up. Let's, Black Album, 30 yeah. years, legendary album. Let us know your thoughts. If you're listening on Spotify, come follow us on YouTube. You'll find it in the description on Spotify, our YouTube channels. Um, come stick a comment, come subscribe, um, join the the video family. and if you're not listening on Spotify, fuck me, go over to Spotify, follow loud and proud. the link will be below. Go and follow us and listen to us on there while you're in your car when you're working and you might be taking a shit. you know listen listen to our voices, listen to us. we will yeah. we will take you through life. In the best way. So uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, obviously you're getting a slightly cut edited version of the podcast because we do ramble on quite a lot and it's, I mean, Jazz, thanks for actually letting me talk over this one. This is really cool, man. <laughs> it's been nice to actually... I've made an yeah, effort. like, you know, I've actually paid someone to be there with a gun to his head. But, um, <laughs> but if you're watching on YouTube, you're getting like a shorter version, like 25, 30 minutes. If you want to hear the full uncut, roar as bulls podcast head over to the spotify hit follow uh, and hit the notification bell as well because you'll get notified when we do upload the next podcast they'll be out every wednesday like that schedule bitches
1: yeah Ugh. and let us know what you want to hear us talk about did that make sense and let us know what you want us to talk about yeah that was there a lot we of we us yeah but yeah cut cut yeah, that catch. out and let us know what you want to hear us talk about that was yes, right let us it. know what you yeah. want
0: us to talk about <laughs> Yes, if you got yeah. questions, and, suggestions, um, yeah. you know, you want our opinion on something, whether it's, I don't know, pineapple on a pizza, you, shush, over oh, there, God, shut no. the fuck up right now.
1: Have I ruined that? But the answer's no. no. Don't answer ask that. that. The answer's no. 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 Why would oh, you shit. ask that? Oh, what shit. the fuck is wrong Randy's with you? I'm a
0: monster now. <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Uh, yeah, guys, like we said, co- uh, questions, suggestions, you want our opinion, let us know we openly talk about it. You know, I I like to think that if you're easily offended, don't be. Uh, This podcast is pretty raw, you know. It's honest opinions and if if that's just how it is, I think that's that's how it is. I'm not going to hold back. If I think something's wank, I'll say it's wank. You know, so that is episode two of Loud and Proud. Me and this beautiful human being that's Welsh but not Welsh. (laughs) We should like cue in some angel music there. (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah jazz any last words for the beautiful people watching or listening on the interweb to the beautiful people
1: thank you so much for listening to episode two um we've absolutely had a blast doing it even though this is like episode yeah 2. this is t- yes, yeah, yeah right um, I, right no we've what? we've had to act surprised right the way through the but whole thing you know what thing. the fact
0: that we've kind of spoke about the same <laughs> thing it's kind of still been really interesting right yeah we've we've had an equally
1: as good time doing it um and you know uh yeah thank you thank you for listening and um yeah we can't wait to do more and like yeah but yeah yeah
0: basically my my microphone was on mute for the whole hour and 14 minutes yesterday because i'm a fucking toss piece okay call me what you will but it just means i get to talk to jazz again even sooner and drink a cold one cheers if you're drinking one at home cheers i'm empty oh you're empty right ladies and gentlemen episode two loud and proud thank you so much for tuning in listening and coming drinking beer and getting weird with us follow us on instagram yeah, you see the handles here see how like i'm flipping you off at the same time uh, follow us on instagram follow us on Spotify. 100 percent follow us on spotify if we can get 50 yeah. followers and unique listeners on spotify then we're going to open it up to Apple Podcasts as well. So go over and follow if you're not, or I'll just hunt you down and just fucking do weird stuff with vegetables. <laughs> I'm not that guy, buddy. I'll hunt you down yeah. and tea you. Literally, you, you, you go to bed one night <laughs> dreaming that you're eating like a kiwi fruit for... <laughs> like, I had the weirdest dream. I was full mouthing a, a kiwi fruit and then I had to follow loud and proud on Spotify. Shit. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think my budget. <laughs> Look, guys, it's desperate times. I don't think my budget, yeah. It's a means my to My budget event. doesn't allow me to do that much traveling. Um. But <laughs> but yeah, loud and proud. This is super cool. I've been enjoying it so much to, to actually do something with Jazz. Yeah. I don't think I'm just like ripping Jazz off and stealing all his, well, whatever, whatever, you know, his, his time. Like he's going to get something out of this. I'm going to sort him out a little something, something. We're, we're going to we get actually married. We are going to have a, a really weird yeah. partnership where like everyone's, yeah. you know, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, cut. So guys, thanks for watching. Me and Jazz, we've had a bowl. We've, you know, thanks for joining us. Um, do everything that we said because you have to follow us on Spotify, okay? You have to. And in true Matt the Riftmaster, loud and proud fashion, raise your oh, yeah. beer. Oh wait, Jazz, you're out, aren't you? Yeah, oh, just, but pretend, it's all good. Just, just pretend. Just pretend because, because it. Oh, will
1: hold, hold on. Uh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Fill wait,
0: that wait. pint glass with whiskey it's right hey we put a dent in the damn thing look wow (laughs) if you're dealing with alcohol problems dial (laughs) 1-800 fuck off yeah good old frank (laughs) ask ask Jeeves Jeeves have I got a drinking problem (laughs) yes right raise your beers if you're at home raise your beers raise your beers beers are raised rock out be awesome See ya! And oh. see ya! Take care, guys. Peace.